I am Lilian Ogazi and you are welcome to Nigeria Daily. It is expected that when people retire, they will experience a reduction in income. Therefore, a pension makes up for some of this loss. Hence, a pensioner is a person who receives a monthly income at retirement under the Pensive Savings Scheme from one's pension savings fund. Pensioners are usually not earning as much as they used to when they were working, so that pension is usually their sole source of survival. Abdurashid Maina, who was the chairman of Pension Reform Task Team, was accused of stealing billions of naira belonging to these pensioners. According to reports, he stole over 2 billion naira in the pension biometric scam. In addition, Mrs. Rukaya Ibrahim, a witness, narrated how he allegedly stole over 14 billion naira from the federal pension account. Two days ago, the federal high court sitting in Abuja convicted him to 61 years in prison to run concurrently for these and other offenses. How did the felonies Maina was charged for committing affect the pensioners? How do they feel about this latest development? Bilkisu Ahmed speaks to a pensioner. I am Minus case trial, it took too long a time to be treated. Hmm. 11 years, and uh, he sinned against the nation, not only pensioners, because this is money of the federal government, Nigerian money, he took and then spent it on himself and his family. Hmm. Right now, he has cash in the bank, uh, Fidelity Bank, of uh, 2 billion man. And he has some houses, some cars, which we believe government confiscated mm. or is planning to. Okay. How do you think this affects Nigerian pensioners? Yes, it affects Nigerian pensioners in the sense that we are not paid our monthly pension when as, as it is due. And especially uh, arrears. Our arrears takes a year or two or three before it is paid. And normally it is not paid in bulk. It is paid six months, a year, hmm. and so on. Right now we have uh, arrears of uh, increase, which is still have a balance of six months to be paid. Hmm. The, the, the only thing to do is to get somebody a man or a woman who is God fearing to handle such a job. Not fearing just by mouth, but from the heart. Somebody who is honest and sincere. Then he will have the pensioners and God in his mind. Mm. But do you think the, the the sentence they gave him, is it enough? Is justice served in that? Uh, no, no, no. It was backdated. Even if it is not backdated, it is not enough. It's just eight years. Mm. Huh? Mm. Only eight years. Where would somebody, a civil servant, collect two billion naira within that such a period of time? Mm. A young man like him. Okay, what do you think should be done other than the eight-year sentence he was given? What do you suggest or what do you think should be done to him to deserve what he did? The court has already taken a decision. So once court has given a decision, there's nothing you can do about it. The only thing is the judges and the prosecutors should be honest in their work. Mm. But you, you, as a person, as a pensioner, how do you feel and what do you think should be done more to him to deserve what he did? As much as possible, he should be put in cell 
for much more another period than eight years. Mm. That will serve as corrective for others who are looking forward to strike one goal for money. Mm. So do you have other friends, like other pensioners that are in this position that they have not been collecting their pensions? Do you have others that have died following this pension? Do you know there them? Are some, there are some who are dead and then their salary, is still, their pension is still being collected. Mm. There are some who are sick and cannot attend verification. And somehow, maybe their pension is still being collected. Mm. So this, this is a very serious thing. Because, you see, it is a collaboration between the government officials and uh, officials of the pension staff, just mm. pension union. Mm. I think it is a collaboration. I'm not sure. Collaboration on what? To siphon money. You know, putting in fictitious names, clearing people's pension who are dead of those who are sick. So what, what advice can you give to an organization like that, pension organization, and those in charge? What advice should you give them so that they will not fall into the same situation Abdul Rashid Maina is in now? We should always remember that there is a day of recording. Mm. We should always remember that there is a day of recording. People should remember that. Okay. That's the advice I would give you. If they know that's the day of recording, then they should act as they ought to, mm. according to the law, not to cheat, mm. because of stealing. That was Mr. Hali Ryusuf, a pensioner speaking with Bill Kisu Ahmed. You are listening to Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust. You can download this and other episodes of our podcast on Sprout, Google Podcast, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio by searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen in on NAS FM 89.9, Yola, Adamawa State. We will be going on a short break. It's enlightening. It's incisive. It's analytical. It's entertaining. It's educating. It's the bearing. A podcast from Daily Trust addressing issues that have direct bearing in your life. Join us every week on www.dailytrust.com Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash dailytrust On Twitter at twitter.com forward slash dailytrust And on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash dailytrust To listen in, join us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify and TuneIn Radio Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust Online. You can listen to or download our podcast on Sprout, Google Podcast, TuneIn Radio, and Spotify by searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen in on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola, Adamawa State. The case of Abdul Rashid Maina has lingered in the media for some time. How did it all begin? Abdulaziz Abdulaziz, the Deputy General Editor of the Daily Trust, fills us in on the details. As we know that uh, in Nigeria we have been battling with uh, the issue of pension for a long time. It's like a serious uh, battle in which uh, people work in the civil service for years, but they will retire to almost nothing. And then at the root of it, or the, as an aside, uh, there are people who are believed to 
be benefiting or reaping the sweat of those pensioners. Some people largely steal those monies through the means of padding the list that is uh, having cost uh, pensioners, which give opportunity for officials in high places to steal the money. It is because of this fraud in the pension scheme that in 2011, uh, Abdurrahim Mena, then assistant director in the Federal Civil Service, was brought in to chair a committee called Pension Reform Tax Team, PRTT, which was established by the then head of service of the Federation, um, Mr. Steve Oransanya, in 2011. Uh, the tax of Mena was to help the government to reduce this pension fraud. But then, uh, unfortunately, that's exactly what he came to perpetrate, which was confirmed by his conviction uh, in the court yesterday. And that sparked serious complaint, especially because he also lived a very flamboyant life in Abuja. And then uh, that sparked National Assembly prop because of complaints that what he was doing, he has to introduce biometrics and all that. And then the National Assembly Committee on Pension, headed, I think, at that time by Senator Kabiru Gaya, began to probe his activities. And then he shunned the committee. He refused to appear before the committee. We are making the, um, the committee to now ask the head of service to produce him. Eventually, he went into hiding, which now led to his sack by the federal government. But of course, around this time, the EFCC also stepped in and started investigation. A case was instituted against him. He didn't appear for arraignment. And, and this was in 2013. Instead of appearing to defend himself, he now went and sued the EFCC and the IG, uh, asking the court to bar them from arresting him, from declaring him wanted. This back and forth continued, but of course he went underground, uh, somehow like avoided the trial. Until in 2017, and uh, I happened to be in the forefront at that time in 2017 when we heard that he was being he was secretly reinstated into the civil service, and uh, we blew that cover in October 2017. And uh, that's fraction of the issue. So he was reinstated quietly and appointed a director in the Ministry of Interior. And when that cover was blown in October 2017, the president came out to say he was not at his own that and to now ask that they should sack him again, they should reverse his reinstatement. And of course, even at that time, it was not like he was out, all out, and therefore it was, uh, even when EFCC uh, said they would arrest him, he was nowhere to be found, and uh, they kept chasing until he was found uh, in uh, around, I think, late 2019. He was found in Niger Republic, and brought back to Nigeria to first try. So immediately he was brought back. The uh, EFCC filed a fresh charge, which ended yesterday. And of course, even in between, there were other dramas, including the time he collapsed in court and his son getting in. And then, you know, his shorty, so uh, Ali Ndume, was sent to prison because he stood shorty for him initially. And when he jumped bail, they had to bring him and detain him and then for some weeks before he was later released when Mena was found. Okay, so what exactly are the charges now that, and how? what is the sentence that was given? So yesterday? the courts, these charges were 12, 12 count charges, um, but all of them bordering on money laundering and fraud. 
because he was accused of using two bank accounts in UBA and Fidelity Bank that were proxy accounts that is open in the names of other persons, but he was the one controlling those accounts. And through those accounts, uh, transactions with billions of Naira happened. He purchased uh, two houses, several cars, exotic cars in Nigeria and in Dubai. And then there's some money were found in the account. And that was why the judge in his judgment yesterday sentenced him on all of these counts because he was convicted on all counts, on mm. all the top counts. And then uh, he was sentenced to cumulatively, you'll say, 12 years and 61 years in prison. But of course, uh, that is on each count. Some, one, some count is two years, some is three years, some five, and the highest was eight. But the judge in his final uh, judgment said that the sentence will run concurrently. And when they say the sentence will run concurrently, it means that all the sentences will happen at the same time. That is, it's collapsed into one, and then uh, you will stay in prison to the, the most time among the sentences. So in his case, the, the longest period was eight. So he will be uh, sentenced for eight years. So far, as a journalist and one who has followed this case, would you say this is justice enough, especially for the lives of the pensioners that were left on the line and left hanging? Well, for me, the judgment has generated diverse reactions. And uh, but for me, as a person, as you said, as a journalist, someone who has followed this case uh, for the first like uh, at least uh, five years or so or four years, is is uh, I I still see it as a victory. Even though some a lot of people are of the view that uh, it is not more than tap on the wrist, but I feel that the fact that he's convicted is a big victory because we know how the wheels of justice move very slowly in this country, and secondly, conviction is a permanent dent. So even if there is no uh, prison terms, the fact that one is convicted is a permanent dent, meaning that uh, that person is not fit for any public office again. That was Abdulaziz Abdulaziz, Deputy General Editor, Daily Trust Newspaper. And that wraps up the show for today. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices we've heard on the show, we say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production, and you can download these and other episodes of our podcast on dailytrust.com or bossprouts.com. You can also listen in on NAS FM 89.9 in Yola. You can listen in by searching for Nigeria Daily on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio. If you have questions or comments or intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily, let us know on our social media handles on Twitter and Instagram at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. You can also send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. I am Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now. 